Radio show here on BFF.FM Radio. I am your host, DJ Mario Muse, and this evening I have a guest with me, um, my dear friend Andy Blue. Hello. Hello. Um, some of you may or may not know, and if you don't know, you are be sad that you missed out on a great event. So two weeks ago, September 30th, um, I was invited by my friend here. He hosted a Smith's bike ride in honor of the release and the anniversary of Strange Ways Here We Come. We started in Dolores Park and rode all the way through to Golden Gate Park. And then it ended up with a secret dance party with myself, DJing. And it was a magical, magical evening. Andy, what um, what was what made you decide to even do such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to do something like this for a long time i've always i mean for a few years now i've on occasion pulled a sound system behind my bike and um, it's really fun playing music on bike rides and uh starting with critical masses actually and and when i the first time i ever put a sound system on my bike and took it to critical mass i did an, an all smith set the first time i ever tried it out i'm like i don't know what what uh, possessed me to do that, but um, so I, I guess it was so I wouldn't have to actually think about what I was going to play that first time, and I just decided to make an event of it, and I played an entire Smith. So that was the first time I ever uh, did a sound system with my bike, and I don't know how many years ago that was, but um, kind of ever since then I've kind of wanted to just keep making the system louder, and it's only you can only get it so loud, and then you realize I need to get other speakers on other bikes. And connect them. And I, I didn't invent any of this. Like <laughs> I learned this from Rock the Bike, 
which is a company and like an organization and they do this thing called the Bicycle Music Festival and uh, I've been tremendously inspired uh, by Fossil Fool and his whole crew at Rock the Bike. Uh, they do live performances on bikes. They do pedal-powered festivals. Um, so, and then, and then, bike party is another thing where people bring their sound systems and do dance parties. So, I didn't come up with the idea, but um, I always wanted to uh, do uh, something with multiple speakers connected with an FM transmitter, so it could be super loud and you could have plenty of music for lots of people. And uh, it seemed like the Smiths was a logical. Uh, sort of first ride to do like that because you know you're going to have this cult following of Smiths fans and I, you, know, you see it, Queen is Dead once a month and at other uh, Smiths related events there's always a good crew there and they're enthusiastic and you have this bond before you even meet each other and so it seemed like doing a Smiths ride would be a great idea and I wanted to do it on an anniversary and uh, last year um, I was thinking it was right, I think it's in no, like maybe November 18th or something like that of uh, 2016 would have been the 30th anniversary of their last live performance. Right. I want to say that was like in November or something. And um, so I tried to get it together to do that. Like I would mark the 30th <laughs> anniversary of the last live performance and play that set as, you know, the, whatever the set was for that last night. Didn't get it together. Um, a year, almost a year later, I was like, wow, I'm going to run out of anniversaries, right? Because this is the 30th anniversary of the last album. It was the 30th anniversary of um, the breakup, which happened like a couple months before. So I'm like, if I want to do a, like a logical anniversary, I better do this now. And so um, I decided to do it on the 30th anniversary, roughly, of the release. It was two days after the 30th anniversary of the release yes. of Strange Ways Here We Come. And... Um, yeah, and it was super fun, and I needed uh, someone awesome to DJ uh, the after party. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing that, Mario. It was a fantastic yeah, no, event. Yeah, no, it was. Uh... And I think we should make it at least annual. I hope so. At least <laughs> annual. Um, and we'll make it better every time. And uh, yeah, it was super fun. It was super, great. Super fun. It was great. It was a great event. And uh, like, like you said, I look forward to hopefully planning something in the future. I think it can only get better. And we'll continue just to have more fun. And like you said, everyone just has that already certain bond before you even meet one another. And exactly. I mean, that is the beauty of And, you know, I've loved the Smiths my whole life. Um, I, I hate to admit this because it tells how old I am, but I saw, I saw them live. <laughs> I saw them live on my 18th birthday. I don't know if you get much more magical than that. Um, and... They've been there my whole life, and but they mean something even deeper in a way to me now than they did when, and they meant something very deep to me when I was 17, when I first, or 16 or 17, when I first discovered them, and uh, they mean something even deeper to me now because I've had all this whole lifetime, it seems, of meeting Smith fans from different walks of life, and uh, and like I said, yeah, like I said, and as you know, any Smith fan knows. Um, we have this bond before we even before we even meet each other because if the if the words of Morrissey um, speak to you and uh, then you already know you have this connection right because uh, they only the words of Morrissey only speak to certain people in the world and um, we all have at least that in common and it's a it's a real thing and um, I, yeah so. Uh, it was amazing, and we got to do it again, and 
I love the Smiths. Yeah. We're definitely a certain, <laughs> we're do. a special breed of people, um, for sure. So, okay, so basically, um, I'm going to kick off uh, some tracks here for you. Basically, what I'm doing is I am replaying all the songs that I played at the dance party that we had, just because I feel like it's um, definitely my own uh, love letter to the Smiths. Set. great set. <laughs> I think it kind of showcases all the, some of their greatest tracks, so... Um, we kicked off with Panic, and then I'm going to go ahead and kick off the next set of tracks with Is It Really So Strange? I left the north, I traveled south I found a tidy house and I can't help the way I feel Yes, but 
travel to a mystical time zone And I missed my bed And I soon came home They said there's too much caffeine in your bloodstream And a lack of real spice in your life I said, leave me alone because I'm alright I'm so surprised to still be on my own Oh, oh, oh.
Welcome back to the Queen of Stead radio show here on BFF.FM. I am your host, DJ Mario Muse. That was Depeche Mode with Just Can't Get Enough off of Speak and Spell. Prior to that, we heard the 12-inch single of New Order's Blue Monday. Before that track was Blur with Girls and Boys off of Park Life. Before that one was the 7-inch single of Sweet and Tender Hooligan from The Smiths. Prior to that was uh, You're Gonna Need Someone on Your Side from Your Arsenal from Morrissey and lastly a rush and a push in the land is ours off of strange ways here we come I'm still here with my guest Andy Blue and if you just tuning in uh, two weeks ago he hosted a Smith's bike ride and I was uh, the DJ at the end of the party and we were just kind of discussing um, some ideas for what could be in the future down the pipeline Um, maybe you could speak a little bit more to that Andy I mean I think definitely we should embrace our Morrissey fans down in the San yeah, Jose area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to do a South Bay uh, Smith's Morrissey ride for sure. Um, lots of bike party folks down there that will want to do that. Lots of Smith's and Morrissey fans down there. Absolutely. And it's logical next. Yeah, I think sooner the better. So if you're down in the South Bay or in San Jose, wherever, um, smithsbikeride.com. Or the uh, Smith Bike Ride on Facebook, like connect with us, and uh, we'll start making plans. You know, maybe for the spring or something, or sooner. Who knows? I mean, we want nice weather, but uh, it's also going to be so much fun. Who wants to wait? So uh, get in touch with us. Yeah, and you can always reach me through um, Facebook.com/sflovesmoz, CleanestDeadSF.com, um, and also too, just so everyone knows, tomorrow night. October 20th will be my next event, which is going to be at Bar Fluxus here in San Francisco. It's free with RSCP, so just look at all the info on Facebook, and it'll be myself, uh, 
Nako and my good friend Omar Perez will be DJing with me as well from nice. Leisure and Pop Scene and Staple San Francisco amazing DJ. So it should be a really fun night. And that is also going to be the same week that the new Queen is Dead LPs are released. So Whoa. expect to hear a lot of nice. Chong's from the Queen is Dead appropriately enough at the Queen is Dead this week. So <laughs> it'll be a, definitely a celebration. I'm going to go ahead and kick off the next set of music with one of my favorite classics, uh, Suedehead.
hero imprisoned With all the new crimes that you are perfecting Oh, I can't help quoting you Cause everything that you said rings true oh Reggie Craig, do you know 
system flow All oh, my heart's in the basement My weekends at an all-time low Cause she's hoping to score So I can't see her letting him go Walk out of her heart Walk out of her mind Oh, not her She's so squishy in her side and tired In her rock gold and liberty bobby hat Oh God, I could do better than that oh, yeah. She's an old-time ambassador Sweet-talking night-walking games Oh, and she's known in the darkest clubs For pushing ahead of the dames If she says she can't do it Then she can't do it She don't make false claims She's a queen and such a queen that your laughter is sucked in the brains Now she's leading them on and she'll lay them right down Yes, she's leading them on and she'll lay them right down And it could have been me, yes, it could have been me Why didn't I say, why didn't I say Now, 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 she's a wishy in her side and I'm trying In her rock, hold her, bippity-boppity
To the Queen Instead radio show here on BFF.FM. I'm your host, DJ Mario Muse. That was the Caesars with Jerk It Out off of their album Love for the Streets. Before that was one of my second favorite bands, Bell and Sebastian, with Another Sunny Day off of the Life Pursuit. Before that was the Dandy Warhols with Not If You Were the Last Junkie on Earth off of the Dandy Warhols Come Down. Before that was David Bowie with Queen Bitch off of Hunky Dory. Prior to that was I Am the Resurrection from the Stone Roses off of their self-titled album. Um, before that one, we had Morrissey with Every Day is Like Sunday off of Viva Hate. And lastly, Last of the Famous International Playboys off of Morrissey's Bona Drag. I'm here with my friend and co-host Andy Blue still of the oh. infamous Smith's Bike Ride. Which you, if you don't know about it, you will know more about it later. Um, and Andy, so I'm gonna kind of not completely put you on the spot, put but the spot. what was um, what was one of the first? What was the song? What was one of your first Smith songs that just kind of made you fall in love or just relate or uh, understand? Well, um, I mean, I loved the first Smith song I ever heard, and then I loved every one I ever heard after that. Um, the first Smith song I ever heard was "Boy Thorn in His Side." Um, and it, I heard it on Rock Over London, which was this uh, syndicated radio show that played pop, you know, Brit pop and stuff. 
and it's like chart songs from the UK and like a little bit of indie stuff. And it was the only access I had in my little rural town in Indiana to uh, that kind of music. And it was on at midnight on Sundays. And I'd heard of the Smiths, but I don't think I'd heard a Smith song yet. And they played Boy with Thorn Inside had just come out that week. So it was like a single that came out between Meet His, uh, Meet His Murder and the, and the Queen Is Dead. Uh, it was well before the album actually came out. They, at that point, they were re releasing, I think, a single like every month. Um, but uh, so then I immediately went and bought Meet His Murder. And then, so the second Smith song I ever heard was Rush Home Ruffians. And, uh, you know, that was the first time I heard that I was just like, what? Like, this <laughs> is so bizarre and amazing. And then um, every song after that just continued. I mean, I can't remember that moment specifically. Right. But um, um, I know that when I heard the Smiths, it was like unlike anything I'd ever heard. And that I was a huge fan instantly. And I think maybe the next week I went and bought Hot Full of Hollow, um, you know, and did all my, like, bought every album, you know, the, the first album. And, um, yeah, so every Smith song grabbed me. I mean, I have many favorites, you know, couldn't po possibly pick maybe a favorite, but um, yeah, first song I ever heard grabbed me and, and every song after. <laughs> yeah, I think we all kind of feel the I, same way and i was the only smith fan in my in my little town in indiana which just so happens to be 31 miles from fairmont indiana which is where uh like james dean grew up and where he's buried and where the suede head uh video was shot um pretty interesting that is pretty interesting connection my rural indiana <laughs> connection to, to morrissey and manchester i think i had there was probably two of us in my hometown, I like the Smiths. <laughs> and I also, unlike Andy, I grew up in a very rural town in Florida, and which is probably way worse than Indiana. <laughs> what? Please. I don't know. It is the armpit of America. Um, but anyhow, I, um, I had very, very slack. I did not have many resources, but what I could find, I just, I remember when I first heard it, I didn't even know what it was, but... <laughs> I knew that I loved it, and for me, it was half a person, and I mean, I love them all for different reasons, but that one's always going to hold a, a very, mm -hmm. very special sp spot in my heart, for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah. The first. The first. <laughs> it's the first. The first one. Yes. Special. <laughs> it is. So anyhow, we're going to go ahead and kick things off here with uh, some more Smith tracks with... Um, what difference does it make? Yeah. 
to do I stole and I lied and why Because you asked me to But now you make me feel so ashamed Because I've only got two hands But I'm still fond of you oh, oh, oh. So what difference does it make? She 
was left behind and sad And she wrote to me equally down She said in the days when you were hopelessly poor I just liked you more And if you have five seconds to spare Then I'll tell you the story of my life Sixteen clumsy and shy I went to London and died I put myself in at the wine WCA I said I like it here, can I stay? I like it here, can I stay? And do you have a vacancy for a back scrubber? Call me morbid, call me pale
Welcome back to the Queen of Stead radio show here on BFF.FM. I'm your host, DJ Mario Muse. That was the Jesus and Mary chain featuring Hope Sandoval from Mazzy Star with Sometimes Always. Before that was Pulp with Disco 2000 off of Different Class. Prior to that track was Gang of Four with Damaged Goods off of their album Entertainment. Before that was Sing Your Life uh, from Morrissey off of Kill Uncle. And lastly, my original Smith's song that made me fall in love, uh, Half a Person off of Louder Than Bombs. Um, so off track of the Smiths, Andy, what if you ever did another band, what other bike rides would you maybe like to do in the future? <clears throat> Um, well, my dear friend Julian, who was with me on this from the very beginning and helped me kind of get the first breakthrough on the FM transmitter connecting speaker thing, um, he, he, he insists that the next ride is going to be Outcast, so we're going to like take a, <laughs> a, a big turn on the next one, next one's going to be Outcast. Um, like, the, the bands that I would think about doing, maybe. Um, well, first of all, it's, uh, a young woman came up to me at the end of the party and was like, we have to do a Radiohead ride. And I'm like, you're right. We have to do a Radiohead ride. That would be ride. good. We have to do a Radiohead ride and you're going to be the DJ. Um, I'm all about, like, yeah, like if someone's fired up to do one, um, I'm fired up to help support them in kind of leading it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd probably do a Pixies ride. Uh, I'm... I, after I did my Smiths, uh, my fir- the first time I brought out my sound system on Critical Mass, and I did an all Smiths set, I decided that my next ride was going to be an all Pixies set. Um, I never did that, but I still have that playlist, and I don't know. I mean, it helps to have the uh, kind of the cult following thing. Yeah, right? you have to and, really stick to. And there aren't that many bands that have what I feel that have that sort of like really. I mean, there are. I guess. I guess I'm just not. You know, I love an enormous broad spectrum of music. Um, so I can think of all kinds of music I'd like to play on a bike ride. But in terms yeah. of uh, focusing on a band, um, I think for me the natural choice was the Smiths, and um, I'd like to support others in sort of doing their cult. Absolutely. Band, right? You know. I mean, I think that I mean because you obviously last yes, the Smiths does have a certain following that most bands don't. I think that also, I mean, aside from just bands, I mean, there could always be like, I don't know, just like a a genre, like it could be like a post-punk bike ride or a new wave bike ride or whatever. My friend Deepa was like, I'm going to do the Riot Girl ride. There we go. Bam. We got the Outcast ride. We got the Riot Girl ride. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a band. You know, it doesn't have to be (laughs) one band. No, exactly. Um, It can just, yeah. It can totally just be like your... uh, like your monthly Queen is Dead, you focus on a band, but of you, course. you go off on, on tangents. Um, we're we're thinking about I don't know if it's gonna happen, but we're thinking about um, getting all the bikes together and doing just like a roving kind of dance party on the Saturday before Halloween, and that'll just be um, you know a mix of everything, and we'll take turns DJing I think probably, and oh. so. Uh, who knows what that'll be? I don't know if that's going to happen for sure, but that's possibly in the works. So be on the, you know, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, keep that, me up. Yeah, that's would be October twenty eighth, Saturday. Keep yeah. me posted. Will do. Um, yeah. The, the Halloween scene in San Francisco. I mean, obviously that's not Halloween. Actually. Right. But it's the Saturday. Right. Um, Halloween has changed so much in San Francisco 
Um, when I moved here, uh, Halloween was the most amazing night of the year. It was huge, and it didn't matter what day of the week it was. It didn't matter if it was a Monday or a Wednesday or a Saturday. It made no difference. It was huge. People planned their lives around Halloween, um, and thousands and thousands of people would go in the streets, and it was all about like the carnival kind of thing. You know, everyone would go to the Castro, and um, there was no admission, and there was no sponsorship. There was nothing even organized. It was just everybody going to the Castro, and... Um, you, everyone was in costume, and uh, the drag queens in the neighborhood were hosting the yeah. entire community, and it was amazing, right? And uh, now, they, you know, they shut down the party in the Castro, and now Halloween has changed very much, and, and um, now it's, uh, people, a lot of people go off to some party where they gotta buy $50 tickets or $100 tickets exactly. to go be in a warehouse somewhere, kind of like, kind of turning it into New Year's or something. Uh, where you got to pay to have fun that night. And to me, that's just absolutely not what Halloween is supposed to be in San Francisco. Halloween is supposed to be about everybody in the streets, not a private party where you go and it's cool or whatever. I think it should be everybody in the streets. So trying to bring that back, um, maybe with uh, like playing music on the, in the streets, that's kind of our vague plan. If it doesn't happen this Halloween, you know, maybe next. But Definitely. I think yeah. we should definitely do it next year. If it didn't, Word. that'd be fun. Word. I mean, yeah, it is unfortunate. Halloween is actually one of my favorite holidays, and it's unfortunate that it has turned into basically like a New Year's, and yeah. it's not what it was. And Halloween night, which is now on a Tuesday, like, it, the streets are more or less dead. I mean, yeah. people still go to the caster, but they're kept on the sidewalks, so uh -huh. it's much fewer people. There's just not the energy. There's not the... No, it's um, changed. I used to, uh, yeah, when I first moved here uh, in the 90s, I would always take the, the day off work after Halloween so that I could just... Oh, yeah. And I have these epic adventures, these epic stories um, of those early years, Halloween. I loved it. It was the greatest night of the year. Um, and now, if you go out on Halloween, you know, it's uh, now, on a, and it's on a weekday, A, it's just, like, dead. The streets are more or less empty. A good chunk of folks go to the castle, but nothing like it used to be. No. And that... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've really lost something. We've lost a lot in San Francisco. Don't get me started. That's one of them. That's one of <laughs> That'll them. That'll be another we show. lost the most amazing <laughs> night of the year when they shut down the, the party in the Castro. And I, I know there were problems, but other big, amazing cities figure out ways to throw exactly. big, amazing parties. And uh, we used to be able to do that. Um, you know, it was Scott Wiener, actually, who led that. One of our... If you're out there, Scott Wiener... <laughs> you know, we don't forgive you for that and many other things you did to this city, but no. <laughs> that was him. That was your fault. Everyone blame him. <laughs> Send him hate. Who's mail. now our state uh, state <laughs> senator, by the way? Lovely. Vote no, him out of office, please. He also uh, supports landlords kicking out tenants, and that, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Sorry, Scott. But... We don't like him though. He's no good. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We don't want to turn this into a political show. <laughs> but you have me on. It's going to turn into a political <laughs> show. Sorry, sorry. No, please speak your words, brother. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to um, go ahead and just kick off the last uh, little bit of time here we got together and start things off with one of my favorite classic Britpop songs, The Hollies, with the track Bus Stop. Stop, bus go, she's there. 
your mind I'm sure Don't want to hear what's going on I don't care what's new Don't want to know about anything Cause all I want is you Going out with other girls Was always such a Welcome back to the Queen of Said radio show here on BFF.FM. I'm your host, Mario Muse. Uh, that was Roxy Music with All I Want Is You off of Country Life. Before that one was Shocking Blue with Send Me a Postcard. Before that one was The Rolling Stones with Painted Black. We just have a few minutes left here. And unfortunately, I didn't actually even get to get through all the songs that I played uh, at the dance party. But... Um, hopefully that just gave you a taste of what it was, but nothing, um, will ever be, I really personally can't think of any words to really even describe what it was like actually being there. Um, I will say it was actually probably one of my favorite nights, not going to lie, of my life. I'm just putting (laughs) it out there. It was definitely, um, something I'll never forget. And I'm so thankful for Andy reaching out to me and we found one another and, collaborated on something so amazing and yeah, i it was, it was amazing. look forward to come true, for sure. yeah. more of that and yes. um it's always great to just meet another person who loves the smiths as much as Ooh. i do um so yes thank you andy for all that you do and thank you for Word. being here with me and once again um tomorrow night is my smith's night uh at bar flexus myself dj nako omar perez 
It's free with RSAP, so you can just find all our information on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash sflovesmoz. Um, for hopefully whatever we come up with for future bike rides, uh, what is your info? What's your website? Smithsbikeride.com. Yes. <laughs> um, which is the silliest, most generic name, but I realized... The reason Morrissey liked the name The Smiths was because of like how generic it was. Generic, <laughs> and I'm like, so it makes perfect sense to call my ride the, the Smiths Bike Ride. It's like the perfect generic name for it. So rather than think of something clever like Punctured Bicycle Ride, <laughs> and, and believe me, I went through all of them, and uh, and I just did the SmithsBikeRide.com, and I actually like, you know what? It makes perfect sense. It's like the same reasoning for why Morrissey and and Mar chose the name The Smiths. And, exactly, yeah. it's appropriate. Um. So like I said, since I didn't get to play all the songs, I'm going to actually end the night with two songs in a row, which um, personally for me, um, this was my favorite memory from the dance party, only because obviously it was so awesome watching everybody dance the whole night, but obviously I'm DJing, so I don't get to partake. So luckily I got to dance the last two songs of the evening, and that was Morrissey Tomorrow, and then followed by The Smiths, There Is A Light That Never Goes Out. So I'm going to close the show with those, so... Thank you for listening, and we'll see you back next week. And Woo. thanks again.
Strange fear gripped me and I just couldn't ask 